Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Seven words that'll scare any politician. Roy Green is holding on line one. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network continues. I just don't see it. I just, I just don't see Elton John. I, I don't see him on the street corner. You know what I mean? I just, that's where I used to hang out when I was 16, 17, 18 years of age, you know. Saturday night was all right for fighting, but not, a, not EJ, not EJ. Good song, though. Well, it was better the original. Anyway, you know what happens when you don't feel well? You start to ramble. So stop it, Green. Stop rambling. There is a um, Russian website, and there are, I believe, two more websites that are streaming hundreds of cameras in this country. They're streaming what the cameras are pointed at. So if you bought a security camera and you didn't change the default password, you might be being watched by tremendously interested people all over the world. Yeah. What you're doing right now? Mm -hmm. And what is really disturbing is the very important personal information could be picked up by those cameras. Now, we know about television sets that we're sending back um, video of what was going on in front of them. I think it was Samsung, wasn't it? And it was being sent back if you didn't do something or other to the television set. I forget what it was. And we know that um, there was, a, there was a, a young family, a young couple, and they heard a voice talking to their baby in the baby's bedroom, and that was talking through the, the baby monitor. So... This is all stuff we need to be aware of and things you have to be careful of. Daniel Tobak joins me on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. He's the CEO of Sci Intelligence Inc. Sci Intelligence Inc. there in Toronto. And Daniel is uh, one of the most highly respected internet and um, um, security, internet security specialists in this country and beyond. Daniel, what, what exactly is going on? I mean, I'm, I've just sort of painted a... Uh, I've drawn a picture with a with a crude pencil, but can you just give us a, a better sense of what the issue is and what is happening and what the implications are? For sure, Roy. Thanks for having me on. 
you you drew you drew quite a picture out there. The unfortunate part. This is reality today. Uh, as we are having more and more devices that are connected to the internet, the bad guys have a way to leverage vulnerabilities in them and actually get into our lives. Uh, and it's really interesting. You know, before it used to be just your computer and somebody could potentially hack that. Then it was mobile phones. And today, unfortunately, you have cameras, you have IoT devices, Internet of Things. These are all devices that are connected to the Internet. Your toaster, your fridge, your coffee machine, your light bulbs, and so on. So we are trading convenience in for the sake of security. And that is a very dangerous slope that we are at today. So the IoT is the Internet of Things, right? Correct. So... These things, the toaster, the light bulb, the conveniences that we use every day that we don't give a second thought to, that we would never consider to be uh, capable of transmitting or sharing our private moments or our private activities or our private information. How do these devices uh, interact or create the reality where our privacy is invaded? Absolutely. See, we don't look at a toaster and say, you know, that, that could potentially be a security breach. You know, we're all programmed that, hey, we all lock our doors at night, and we all maybe might have an alarm, and we might have Pucci running around protecting the house, and we're good, right? Right. When you have all those new devices that have been introduced over the past four or five years, and now they're connected to the Internet, we are slowly letting people from the outside into our personal life. Because when they're able to breach those devices, that is just one gateway, one hop away from other things in our network, like our routers and, and uh, our computers and our you know, you know, tablets and other things that are in the house that are supposedly secure. Um, you know, what, when you mentioned about the Russian website, what they basically have done, and there's about three main websites that are circulating out there, is they were able to penetrate uh, uh, cameras in residential houses and offices, and they were able to peer through. Now, somebody might say, ha-ha, this is really funny. We can see somebody at reception. We can see somebody hauling some boxes. We see that guy eating an extra donut, and he really shouldn't have before the holidays. That's, that's all fun and games. The unfortunate part is that if they were able to access those cameras internally because of a weakness in the system, they're just a hop away from getting to the other servers that are located right beside the server for the cameras and actually extracting confidential and private information. That's where the worry and the risk is. So they could, in theory or maybe in practice, once they get control of the camera, they can move the camera and they can record what they want to record, see what they want to see. Absolutely. And, and, use, it, and use your information to better their situation, um, and and they could do that for a protracted period of time. You'd never know. You probably, probably wouldn't know unless they did something stupid like empty your bank account. Then you'd know something was going on. But if you did it system, systematically and slowly, you could really harm people before they ever found out. Roy, you nailed it because 89% of all of these breaches go completely undetected. So unless they actually reached out and did something to you or stole data, stole information, stole money, actually start communicating with you, you would not know that this has occurred. That's the problem. Yeah. We already have seen companies that have been held ransom 
because they were able to create footage. And these are famous, you know, kind of well-known companies. Somebody was actually able to hack the cameras, uh, record video that would be very embarrassing to the company and would hold them ransom for an obscene amount of money in bitcoins, right? We already have seen that this year four times. So what's the antidote? What do you have to do to, if, if not totally eliminate the threat, then to minimize it? So what's very important to keep in mind here, unlike a physical danger, you can't just lock the door and put a lock on it, mm-hmm. okay? So it, it really, it's really, it's a mindset. You first of all have to start being cautious on what is it that actually that you have that's connected to the Internet. You know, there's been a trend over the past 12 on people are putting like sticky notes on their cameras, on their laptops, because they don't want to feel like somebody is looking at them. You know, that is, that, I know it might look ugly with that little paper, paper note on your laptop, but it's, 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 it's actually that's the right way to go. It's about being top of mind and being cautious. Number two, very important when you're configuring devices is to, again, if you're a business, make sure that somebody professional is configuring them so no default password, uh, no default username, and so on. So actually make it a little harder for the bad guys to take you down because on average these are all automated bots that are scanning the way and seeing if you have your default password or not. Okay. So it's about being cautious, it's about changing default passwords, and being aware. Let me ask you one more question, uh, and I change gears here. I'm going to ask you about net neutrality, such a, a huge issue in the United States. I don't think it's big in, in Canada. Um, I may be wrong about that, but uh, what do we need to know about the net neutrality issue? Well, the net neutrality is really an interesting thing. They, they, they try to push it for a while now, and it seems to be gaining crowd. And the FCC literally dismissed, uh, you know, kind of what people were trying to do, which is to, to, to say, hey, let's leave this alone for now. They overruled it uh, three to two. Um, I mean, we, in Canada, we don't have much to worry about yet. I haven't seen the telcos, the major ISPs here in Canada, uh, really provide too many comments on this. You know, at the end of the day, what happens is we, we used to have what I call a, a neutral <laughs> uh, Internet where, you know, you can do whatever you want. You can stream, of course, within the legal, legal perimeters. What they're trying to change in the U.S. is that now companies are going to be able, the ISPs are going to be able to make changes to the way people are streaming. Uh, you might have what I call the, the fast lane. If you pay a little more as an organization, you'll be able to get fast Internet or get served uh, more of the Internet data. Uh, or you're going to be in a different package. There, there's really a little bit of confusion going on about this. The largest ISPs in the U.S., uh, which was Comcast, Verizon, AT&T, basically said that they're not planning to change anything for now. But in a way, I always say our democracy for a free Internet is slowly starting to slip away. And that's the sad part. I, I, I'm looking forward to what Canada is going to do when it comes to its Internet provisions and, and legislation. I really hope they're going to leave it alone and let it be. Daniel, it's almost a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you so much for the time today. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. Get better. Thanks. Daniel Tobak, the CEO of Sci Intelligence Inc., in Toronto, Sci Intelligence Inc. When we come back, the terrible loss of life um, uh, in uh, in Toronto, and uh, police are investigating the deaths of, of uh, Barry and Honey Sherman, and Mr. Sherman was the chairman and CEO of Apotex. And uh, Ross McLean is going to be with us, former Toronto police officer, security specialist. And his Facebook page is Crime, Power, and Politics. That's coming right up.